What's happening everybody? Welcome back to another big fat episode of Big Runner Champs Podcast. I'm going to start this one by going over something I went over on the last one and I go over very often. I deleted a few segments so you guys are missing out on fucking beautiful primo content and I'm sorry. Um... The only thing is, I, if I don't label a segment, it just gets lost in this fucking piles, hundreds and hundreds of goddamn fucking segments. Um, and if they're not labeled, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And that that goes to if someone sends me a fucking voice clip or, or whatever, um, if it's not labeled, they, they all just get fucking mixed up and it's impossible to know what is what. Um, but anyway, you gotta get organized quick. There's a fucking delay on the um, the uploading of it or whatever, and it's like, if I put my phone away or I accidentally close it, it fucks it all up. Anyway, if you guys care to listen to this shit, um, well, you're going to have to listen to me over explain a lot of fucking shit. You guys know that by now. Uh, it is what it is. I'm not going to fucking stop. Um, actually, one thing I'm trying to do is that I like on the, uh, the Workaholics guys, they, they have the fucking podcast, This Is Important, and, um, what they do is before the show, they do a little montage of just clips of just, like, really fucking whacked-ass shit they said. It's usually just the most ridiculous shit, and take it out of context, it's far more humorous. Uh, they just do a little montage of these fucking, like, ridiculous lines. So that's what I've been trying to do. Now, ideally, I would like to summarize uh, each segment, but I with 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 a single word or sentence. But I've never been able to stay on topic, not fucking once. Um, with you know the ADD, the ADHD, all that. Um, so I uh, I just try to fucking remember one line. It's usually the last thing I said because I can't remember. Everything just goes completely fucking blank. So what I've been trying to do now is just, yeah, just give like a, a random stupid fucking line. It's not going to make any fucking sense. However, if you are trying to differentiate one fucking episode to the next, then that's that's why I include a fucking description because if it's just numbers and it's like, well, I don't know. I, I, I try, even if it sometimes it doesn't seem like it, okay? This is me trying, all right, guys? Fuck you. How about that? How's that? Oh, fuck yourself. This is me trying. That's that's the one I'll use for this, maybe, if I don't forget, okay? Uh, wait, wait, fuck, I was going to say something. Oh, I, I wrote this down because it was so funny, but I was working for this lady. She was just one of these people that laugh at everything. Like, uh, it was a very painful job, so um, she found that very amusing. She just, I think she just has a nervous laugh or generally, genuinely just fucking finds everything amusing, including uh, our tremendous amount of back pain. Um, I've, I've seen actually a guy throw his back out, uh, fucking loading up a desk and the lady just laughed hysterically and it's like, he is in so much fucking pain. Like he just fully fucking ripped his back out, but he won't drop the desk. So he's continuing to load it, even though his back just went out completely. And like, you can see the guy wincing in agony and the lady thought, I, maybe she thought he was like just joking and she was laughing. Like she thought it was really funny. Um but he wasn't, he clearly was not, and it 
or, or maybe she's just a, like a really sick fucking twisted person who just uh, really enjoys the pain of others. Like, that's what America's Funniest Home Videos is for. Uh, laugh at people hurting themselves. I always thought that was the dumbest shit ever. Every once in a while, like, it's funny to watch someone fucking, like, uh, get hurt. But in general, that was, like, the lamest shit ever. Uh, thank God they had Bob Saget's fucking awesome voiceover. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think I've, I've trashed Bob Saget quite a few times. I don't know why. I, he's, a good, he's a good guy, I guess. I don't know. Unless it came out that he was awful and he was evil. I, I mean... I don't know. Whatever. Fucking, uh... But if you guys have never seen this, I, I remember it was hilarious. I don't know if it was around in the YouTube days. Oh, yeah, YouTube is kind of what, like, replaced it. Um, like, you could actually watch funny videos instead of the lamest shit ever. Um, I mean, it's the same shit. It's just people... But usually the people with camcorders are fucking dickheads. Because you had to have, like, $80,000 to own a fucking camcorder. Did I say camp quarter? Quarter of a camp? I don't know. Fuck. Anyway, um... I think camcorder is short for camera recorder. So you save a ton of time saying camcorder. Tons of times. I, I find the word is bothering me now every time I fucking say it. I don't know why. But anyway, yeah. Uh, there's, there's plenty of funny videos. There are plenty of really awful lame ones that aren't funny at all. Um... And, and, but also, humor is subjective, okay, guys? Um, some things are, are um, objective, like kids falling off bikes. I don't give a fuck about your kids. That shit's funny. Um, that's obviously I'm referencing Letterkenny. Where he's just like, no, I think he's, it was a fart episode. It was like one of the one or two or whatever. Uh, nothing beats good fart, except for kids falling off bikes. I can fucking watch that shit all day. I don't give a fuck about your kids. I think that's the line I know. I love that show. It's fucking hilarious. Um, however, you don't need to actually watch a show if you're you're one of these guys who doesn't have a lot of time on your hands. You're a busy fucking guy. So busy with business, you know, like me. Um, no, I watch, I'm pretty sure I watched every episode of that show. Fucking hilarious. Even the parts that aren't, it, they'll be over soon. Like, you know, just, just shut the fuck up. Um, but, that being said, if you just watch, like, the clips of uh, Wayne or... Um, that guy that can't open his mouth all the way, um, and like a few others that are really funny on the fucking show, um, then it, it, you're not missing out on much, you know, it's like, fuck. It's like, it's like, um, a lot of shows, you don't need to actually watch the fucking show, you don't need to give a fuck about the characters, the, the humor is, is, is there, um, regardless. But one thing I love about that show, even though it is satirical, it is fucking, like, you know, silly like any other television show, I find it way more relatable. That and Trailer Park Boys are way more fucking relatable than a lot of things you see on uh, TV. I love the, uh, when the guys are talking about how SCTV came, or no, sorry, um, specifically that, the cold, uh, what the fuck you call it, cold brew, strange, what the fuck was it? Ah, oh, shit, that's bothering me now. The, that little fucking Canadian shit that was at the end of, um... SCTV. Oh, God, it's all it's all just Canadian humor, stereotypical shit. But it was funny because the way the guy was just like, "Oh, the the show runs an extra two minutes in Canada for whatever reason." So let's just do a fucking little Canadian segment. And some guy very facetiously, very sarcastically said, "What do you want us to do? You know, dress up in like 
red fucking plaid the parkas and fucking just talk about hockey and Molson beer and say, hey, you know, like, like whatever, like just the most sarcastic fucking shit ever. Um, and they're like, yes, exactly that. And that's exactly what they went for. Um, I didn't find it very relatable though. Maybe, maybe it was before my time. I don't fucking know. Um, but I, I, I feel like, uh, like letter Kenny represents a, a lot of fucking small town fucking, uh, you know, whatever Canadian shit that I find very fucking amusing. And, and actually, uh, it was from that show that I found out that America didn't have ketchup or all-dressed chips. What the fuck is that? He's going on and on. I'm like, why does he keep talking about all-dressed and ketchup chips? But apparently he can't get them in America. Uh, unless you can now. I don't know. But that, that's outrageous, I think, because those are fucking staples. You know, a lot of things you take for granted. Or the other one is Putin. 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 Poutine. I don't fucking know. I say poutine, but I think it's pronounced poutine. But if you want to go down that route of pronouncing things properly, I fucking have to say this. I can't fucking stand. I, there's a really good um, video about this from uh, College Humor. Uh, like Adam Conover and those guys uh, when they were a YouTube thing. I don't know if they're still there doing that shit. I don't give a fuck. But that video, uh, maybe I'll place the link. Oh yeah, I think of the last one. I don't know what, if I did it, but I I, I, I put that link for white. Uh, it's like hard to be white people. It's just a montage of like <laughs> the dumbest shit ever. Um, in the infomercials where they're just trying to make things seem difficult that aren't. So they just show these. And yeah, they're all white. So uh, someone made it like, look how hard it is to be a white person. Like, can't use a knife, can't drink a drink. Like the one kid just blasts the fucking <laughs> milk all over his face. I think, I, you know what's better than watching a video is listening to me explain one. The only thing better is me trying to explain a meme where it takes like 15 minutes. Um, so anyway, I might post the link to that if I remember. I already forgot what I, what am I talking about? If I remember what? Uh, hold on. Uh, I, I don't know. I just paused for a few minutes. I'm not getting it. I, I just drew a blank. I hate that, man. It's just like fuck it happens sometimes when you have like the brain fog or whatever i have like a lot of the same symptoms of like dementia with dementia alzheimer's um i don't have that so once they ruled that out they just gave up and just like ah, it's just normal for a guy in his 30s to completely lose his fucking memory and not be able to fucking uh function um whether it's normal or not and no doctor is every doctor i've dealt with every specialist has just given up it's, uh, if I could summarize perfectly with a family guy, um, cutaway, which is the way I like to summarize everything and relate to everything in life is through, uh, TV shows and, um, references to, uh, you know, the, the zeitgeist in general, you know, I like to use words like zeitgeist. I, I love the German language. I love it. I don't know it. I don't speak it, but I just love the, like every time, you know, there's a meme about like, oh, the Germans have a word for this. The Germans have a word for that. Um, it's a lot more logical because a lot of times I can't find words for things and it bothers me. It's frustrating. Kids go through this too when they, they don't have the, um, I've regressed in a lot of ways so I can relate to children. I love children. Um, <laughs> the, um, oh, anyway, that's a very good, uh, you don't want to overplay that your hand, but that is a very good defense mechanism if find people are bothering too much especially kids or people with kids is just be really creepy and weird and they'll stop uh 
all of a sudden I won't be around you anymore. There might even be some sort of uh, restraining order. <laughs> There's pictures of me in the park. Like, just, just watch out for this fucking guy. Stay away from this guy. Um, many times they've off, uh, asked me to pose for those pictures that they're going to take to the schools and be like, these are bad people. Stay away from these guys. Um, that's the look I'm going for. Um, but it's like going out of your way that'll look like sketchy or criminal and then complaining about being treated like that. It, it's silly. I've been down that road many times. Oh, fuck a, a fucking uh, Lamborghini. It's very rare you see those. There's a couple. There's a guy out here, though, that has three or four um, Ferraris. I think he has a Lamborghini as well. It's hilarious to watch these guys ripping down these fucking broken-ass roads. And they're just flying down them. And it's just like, I don't even want to drive my piece of shit car um, down these roads because they're so beat up and shitty. But, I, you know, these guys got endless wealth. They don't give a fuck. They're just searching for to feel something, some sort of thrill. Um, so they rip up and down these country roads. The guy's got stupid amounts of money. So, um, I don't know, whatever. Fuck, I just went blank again and I completely forgot what I was talking about before I saw that Lamborghini. Um, I remember just being happy to get a poster of a Lamborghini. Those were all the rage in the early 90s. But, uh, you know, the Scholastic Book Fair. And uh, I saw a meme about that. It was, I love nostalgic memes as well. Um, who wouldn't? But they remind you of simpler times. I love that meme that's just like, I want a drug that um, can not replicate, recreate, recreate the joy and excitement of like a scholastic book fair. <laughs> and it's like, there's something about it. It's just like so visually pleasing. Those fucking fresh new books, you know, when you're a kid, it's so exciting. I don't know, I still read. I, or I read books every day to my baby and she seems to enjoy it I don't know sometimes she freaks out she uh, she keeps wanting to eat all the books right and it's like some of these books are from the library honey and it's like they're already been fucking chomped on and gooed on and it's like the other day she was chomping on the hungry caterpillar and it's like like for fuck's sakes it's kind of ironic in a way but finally got it from her and she screamed at me and I, I felt like a fucking piece of shit and it's like there's so many things here that you could fucking chomp on like you're surrounded and I kept trying to trick her into taking the many many other fucking toys or teething fucking things or you know I even cool them down but then it breaks my heart because it, 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 she has to hold everything in her little hands and so if I give something to cool down her fucking teeth then it cools down her hands too Ah, uh, this is an ongoing fucking thing. I just can't stand to see my little girl upset about anything ever. But she was a good sport this morning. We went to her uh, checkup. She's doing well. A couple minor issues, but nothing serious, you know. Oh, it's like when you get your car out of the shop and there's nothing seriously wrong with it. It's like such a fucking relief. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, it's... it's um, it's something I try not to take for granted that my baby is healthy. Um, the neighbor was worried that she thought that our baby, there's something wrong with our baby. This is the second time she's been really worried for no fucking reason. Uh, first time was like, yeah, she's like, I, I hear your baby crying. It's like, I don't know if this is a, a direct way of complaining. 
because I can't do anything. I can close all the fucking doors, but we live in a really small, tight community and poorly, poorly insulated houses that are 100 years old. Um, you're going to hear babies crying. You're going to hear dogs barking. You're going to hear a lot of fucking noise you don't want to hear. Um, and I'm hard of hearing, so my baby has to be extra loud. And they get louder as they go, too, because a baby... I mean, I don't have more than one right now, God willing. Um, but they get louder, um, like, as they're born, I've observed. Because you're born into a loud house and you need to make more noise to get, to get attention. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, over here. I need some fucking love. I need some food. I need some whatever. Um, you know, I need to eat that fucking book that you're trying to read. Uh, I tried doing the decoy, giving her a book that she can chomp on. You know, like Homer Simpson. Again, I need to reference cartoons um, where she makes the fucking cake for him to ruin. Because <laughs> he's trying to ruin his kid's birthday cake and she made a separate cake for him. To <laughs> I made a cake for you to ruin. I fucking love that. Um... She just accepts the fact that her husband's a fucking idiot that ruins cakes and, uh, and just goes with it. I love that. You know, that's love right there. Okay, guys? That's true love. My, my missus doesn't even give a fuck about cake, but she, she'll make me one occasionally. Um, actually, I think... What happened? I think she was sick. My Was it my last? No, my last birthday she was pregnant or just had a baby. I can't remember. I should know this. It's all a blur. No, no, she just had a baby, so I didn't. I didn't expect anything. I think she. I don't know, because my, my missus goes over and above for for people's birthdays. The thing is, though, she expects it ten times over on her birthday, and I felt really bad because this year was the first year we couldn't go away. But we did go out for um, a really nice uh, lunch. Well, yeah, because we went to the pumpkin patch, which was really cool. Um, and then, oh yeah, but we went for fuh. I hate saying fuh. Oh, I, I was trying to reference a video. That's what it was. Okay, I just I just remember now. I, I lost it earlier. And it was, it's a video from College Humor where they're talking about people who are white as fuck. I don't know if they say that. But like people with no accent whatsoever, or at least like they're, they're American or Canadian, whatever. They're North American. I, I'm lumping all of North America, except for Mexico. Okay, I gotta exclude Mexico. Because it's like, white ass honky crackers you know like like us like us people uh not everyone that's listening this is a white honky cracker the, the best was um oh no i'm gonna get off sidetrack again i just want to make this quick reference people who like they're, they're just talking like normal regular now that's very offensive what i just said is very offensive because i'm saying the way i talk is regular normal i'm saying with no accent and then they will just develop a foreign accent for specific words and it's so pretentious and annoying and um they're just doing that they're like oh i think i'm gonna order some bruschetta instead of just saying like bruschetta bruschetta whatever like they just get this like ridiculous accent all of a sudden now it does happen in reverse where someone doesn't have much of an accent but they're actually from that place and they will still say that word with an accent that's that's a beautiful thing that's wonderful but I'm talking about people that are just like putting it on like and, and the thing that made me think of was, was croissants 
or Huosong, like you know what I mean, and or no Putin, Putin, like like all of a sudden you you say it with an accent, like just because the word is from a certain place, and it's so fucking cringy. Anyway, this video, um, I can't remember what it's called. I think you could just search college humor, um, uh, pronouncing things with an accent. I don't fucking know. I, I, I might post the link. I'll probably forget again. Um, and now that I remembered that, um, it, I don't know. I found it fucking hilarious because people do this all the time. I'm sure I do it too. Um, I, I pick up other people's accents. Now I'm not doing it as well anymore. I used to feel like I really fucking would knock them out of the park. Uh, and it comes from... It's almost like... Um, like Johnny Depp is a master of this. He's a master of picking up people's voices, mannerisms, and everything. Like he's so fucking good at it. Um, like he he was in Platoon, and he was a, such a small part. Most people don't even know he's in that fucking movie. He was such a he was just like some tiny little bit part. But he's so passionate about what he fucking does that he actually learned Vietnamese. Uh, he was a translator in the movie. He actually learned the fucking language. And that is not an easy language to learn. Um, no, I mean, I, th I, I, my hat is off to anyone who learns any fucking language. I've never actually become fluent in another language, but I have tried to dip my toe in different languages. And, and um, anything that far east is so fucking much, so far out of my comfort zone. And I would imagine anyone from North America, it's so far from from our comfort zone. It's, it's very, very challenging. So anyway, I just my hat is off to people. But. Regardless, this shit happens whether I like it or not. This is why I was a terrible telemarketer. I've told you guys this story. Because um, I would mimic the people's voices. Every time I call anyone, I'd mimic their voices. And sometimes it's, it's harmless. But sometimes it's very offensive. And, and also, I would commit. Because if I stopped, then they'd know I was just fucking with them. And so, you know, it's like, well, how, how long am I going to keep this going? And anyway... Um, Actually, one person asked if I was from Wisconsin, and I was like, "No, I'm actually from Canada, but I'm picking up, I'm 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 half picking up a lot of your guys' accents, so I'm halfway between here and Canada. I was in the, I think I was in Carolina when I was talking to these people, so Wisconsin is probably where I'm at because <laughs> I'm halfway between here and home, um, and I'm not doing it on purpose. I'm not trying to take the piss. Actually, that was a really funny story. I can't do her accent. My one of my friends from from London and she has a beautiful beautiful accent I can't do it at all actually she I remember her telling me I, have a, I do the worst British accent ever and I'm like it's because you're here I'm not I'm, I'm so nervous because you're an actual British person that I'm fucking it up so bad that I'm doing a far worse version of the when even when I could do a good uh, British accent but if I were just around British people I would I would do it um, without trying but anyway, she was talking to a fucking, uh, she was in a uh, restaurant and the waitress was had the same accent as her. And finally she's like, they, they, they were actually getting really pissed off at each other. And then finally she was like, are you, um, she's like, what, like, are you, like, what's your problem? Why are you, are, and then I can't remember how it went, I, the specifics, but she was like, I thought you were taking the piss out of me. And she's like, I thought you were taking the piss out of me. They both thought. Because I guess people do this a lot. We'll mimic their accent and just be fucking dickheads about it. And uh, they both thought they were mimicking each other's accent. And they were both from the same fucking place. <laughs> Some area in East London, I know that. They're both. I know that this uh, young lady and, and um, 
uh, is from somewhere in East London that's a rough area. I can't remember what it is. But, like, I'm like, she just had no fear, like, of any bad neighborhood we were in in Toronto because it was just, like, she's from a far scarier place. It was funny. Well, not, I don't know if you want to say funny. Dark, dark, in dark humor, it, it was, because um, I was, like, oh, I was talking about the lack of gun violence comparatively, uh, like, from, like, North America, or America especially, to uh, Britain. And they're like, yeah, but they're it's not a lot. It's not like there's no violence because I remember they would get constant reports from back home about like who got stabbed. It was like a weekly stabbing report because they kept fucking stabbing each other. And I was like, that, it, it, I don't know, but anyway, it's fucked up. Um, we're, we're, do I have any? I'm, I got to wrap this up, guys. I'm uh, late. I'm so busy, busy with business. Um, so, was there anything I left unfucking raveled on? I'm fucking unraveled. Was there anything I left unresolved? Because this is killing me that I keep starting these thoughts and not completing them, not concluding them, not uh, resolving them. That reminds me of uh, Andy Bernard when he's like, he's like, I have to resolve the melody. I think that's what he said. Because um, it was just bothering him so much. And it's like, I've never, uh, I've never heard that before. I mean, it makes perfect fucking sense what he's saying. It's like to re you have to resolve a melody. It's like how they got Roger Rabbit. Um, um, Christopher Lloyd was when he was looking for Roger Rabbit or whatever, and he kept going do 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 do, because uh, we all know that that's the secret knock or whatever. But it's like it's supposed to be like some old fucking thing. It's like shaving a haircut two bits. Um, do 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 do, and. Um, he knew that it would drive the fucking that rabbit insane to just do half of that melody to not resolve that melody. Um, but anyway, it, it's hard to. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not good at fucking explaining things, but that's what I feel like when I don't finish. It's like you know, not not, not busting a nut. It's just like that's how I feel constantly. I'm stressed out. Like I I was trying to say something. Like I was trying to resolve some sort of thought in my head. I guess. Um, and I get so frustrated. I remember one of my good friends, um, he, uh, when he was still among us, <laughs> he, he would say, he's like, it's just a stream of consciousness, man. Like, it's just a stream of consciousness. It's okay. Like, he's just like, just keep rambling sort of thing. And I'm like, ah, I feel like I keep starting all these fucking things. There was like one guy said, um, he's, he's not dead. Um, He's like, he's like, oh, I want to make a drinking game. Every time Big Ron here fucking starts down a fucking another path or loses his fucking, I can't remember what it was. It was every time this guy loses his train of thought and, and starts a new fucking topic, we take a shot. I'm like, you're going to be fucked because I just, I was so hyped up and the ADHD, the more excited I am, the worse it gets because it just keeps starting all this stupid fucking shit. And it's not just a uh, conversation or topics. It's like you... You, you start doing this shit when you're like working or whatever like I'll start like five or six or seven different projects and keep getting starting new ones and then working on them which is terrible I do this at the gym too I'll start different uh, very rarely I'll just do like two or three sets of something and then start the next one and the next one but I find alternating sets is beneficial not just for ADHD but also for um, I like to go in order of exhaustion because I know I'm going to run out of steam before my workout's done. So I like doing my most biggest ones first. And I don't want to um, take away from 
you know, so I want to get as many big lifts in before I run out of steam, which happens quicker and quicker as you get older. Um, do the do the biggest ones first, and then. Uh, and I always do warm ups. Some guys don't warm up. Some guys don't stretch. I don't fucking know. That seems insane to me, but. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I love you all. Be well. What's happening, everybody? It's Big Brandon Champ, your loyal host, returning to the airwaves for another segment. How's everybody doing every, out, out there? I'm telling you, it's hot as fuck down here in the sunny Southlands. We got ourselves one of them Indian summers, like they have in India, you know, where you have summer in, in October? What? I don't know if that's the, the, that's what that term means, but I think it's like, yeah, when it gets cold and you're like, no, it's fall, it's uh, winter's coming, boy, and then it gets hot again, and that's happened a couple times this season, it's been, uh, I, I love it, I love it, because I love the warm weather, and I'm not ready to let it go, and then it's like, ah, here's some more warm weather for you, the only thing I fucking hate is the transition between the fucking things in the during the day because it's like freezing fucking cold in the morning so you gotta wear your fucking sweater or whatever and then it's fucking hotter than shit as the day wears on and it's like ah it becomes a whole thing you know it's a tough life i'm telling you it's a tough fucking life but like especially when you're like a kid and you gotta carry everything and then you gotta carry this fucking big ass goddamn coat and it's hotter than shit or you can leave it. I used to work with a guy, he'd leave his sweater in the truck every day because of this, because he'd come in as freezing and then it's hotter than fuck when we leave in the in the even, afternoon or evening. And every day, this guy had like a hundred fucking sweaters and he just kept piling them up in the fucking thing. It's like, holy shit, man. Um, one time there was a fucking leak or whatever. There was like a little bit of fucking water on the floor and stuff customers freaking the fuck out and he just threw one of his like really fancy expensive sweaters down on the floor and the guy's like oh no don't do that and it's like he's like no nah, i mean like I, I, in my head i'm like this guy doesn't give a fuck he's got a thousand of these goddamn sweaters but um i don't know that was a good story about sweaters hey eh? uh <laughs> oh shit tune in next time for more sweater talk Ah, oh, shit, I just remembered about a classic fucking moment yesterday. Um, some, <laughs> some lady um, ordered a sofa and it came, like it, it, it came in faster than she thought it would. And she's like, I can't believe it came as quickly as it did. And I was like, that's what she said. She didn't hear me, but I was like, she set me up so fucking perfect. There's no way I wasn't going to take it. But um, she was one of those ladies that fucking laughs at everything. I mean, uh, like we were, we we went through so much fucking pain, and then just well, I think I guys I told you guys this story yesterday. I don't know what got deleted or what fucking didn't. I, I lost a few segments, but yeah, she just kept laughing at our struggle. I guess she thinks it's funny. Uh, it's like, lady, you're so fucking annoying. What? Stop fucking laughing. Stop breaking our fucking balls. Um, I don't fucking know. And she's one of these ladies that just like has like their her fella and like all these contractors doing all this work for her. 
And you know, she's just walking around busting balls, laughing and chuckling and asking them stupid fucking questions and like just supervising and, um, and all, many other unsolicited fucking forms of uh, help instead of just doing like having anything else to do. And then she's just so stressed out about it. It's like, like you're not doing shit. All you're doing is slowing everything down. You're stressed out about how long it's taking. And a lot of times people will just make up a time frame. Now, don't get me wrong. There's fucking cocksuckers on both sides when it comes to customers, when it comes to contractors, when it comes to uh, any fucking exchange. I don't side with anybody um, completely, you know, because I, I know there's dickheads on both sides. There's shitty contractors, shitty fucking whatever. I, I don't need to go into the detail. But in this case, it's like, oh, God. One of these ladies has just got tons of money and just wants all this fucking shit done and wants it done in such a fucking hurry. Has no idea how much any of this time takes. Like a lot of times they'll set a time frame. Like, oh, this kitchen should have taken two weeks. I don't know what the fuck these guys are doing. And then it's like you're watching these guys trying to work and you're also trying to work and everything takes about 10 times as long because you got these annoying fucking idiots asking you stupid fucking questions and watching you and busting your fucking balls. And it's like, so for one, it's like you're slowing things way the fuck down. But for two, where did you get this time frame? Like, is that how long it took you to finish a fucking kitchen? Is that how long it takes you to renovate a fucking huge chunk of a house? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I'm telling you, uh, part of it is people watching these stupid fucking shows about renovations. And then, yeah, you get the stupid fucking idiots pretending to be involved while, like, some other fucking unknown workers do pretty much fucking everything. Or, I mean, you get, like, this one idiot goes in, like, swings a hammer or, like, pretends to supervise. And it's just like, ugh. And those people are real, but they contribute nothing. They just fucking slow everything down and annoy the shit out of you. And, um, but anyway, people get this idea that they just come in and fucking, uh, in a week and your whole house is going to be completely fucking renovated, fucking in the blink of an eye without any fucking inconvenience or trouble whatsoever. But I'm so sick of having conversations with grown ass adults that have no fucking idea what they're talking about. And it's like, it's not like when you're talking to a child, I know children can be quite annoying, but it's like they might actually become intelligent people. They can, they're still in the stage where they could learn. It's like these people passed that stage a long, long time ago. Now they're just annoying as fuck. They're never going to get smart. It's just, it's sad. I mean, everyone is capable of redemption. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to write anyone off completely. But it's like I say, I'm profiling these people as absolute morons based on all their fucking moronic, moronically fucking stupid shit that they're doing. Um, and when I profile someone, I, t I always say, and I'll warn saying again and again, if it's positive, prove me right. If it's negative, prove me wrong. That's it. And I always love when people prove me wrong. I love to say at the end of a job, like, wow, that person wasn't nearly as fucking dumb as we thought they were. That's wonderful. And that does happen. And I, and I assume, people assume that I'm a fucking idiot all the time, and I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with that. Because um, then I'm hoping they'll expect less from me. But it's just like... It's like this one lady was talking about, I was talking about plaster and lather and how much of a nightmare it is. I don't know much about it, but I, I'm learning as I go. And uh, she's like, yeah, these walls are plaster. It's like, they're drywall. They're like only a few years old. Like, 
what you're saying is completely untrue, but you're saying it with such confidence. She's like, yeah, I've been working on this plaster. It's like, no, you haven't. It's not plaster, and I don't think you've been working on anything. Like, why the fuck are you lying to me? I don't give a shit. I don't expect anything from you. That's the other thing. People are always, like, coming out and explaining all this shit to you, assuming you give a flying fuck about them, uh, what they do, who they are. They're just trying to justify their existence. It's like, you're barking up the wrong tree. I don't give a fuck. In an ideal world, I would never know you were you existed while I'm working. That being said, after I'm done working, I turn into a completely different person. It's like it's like I, I referenced this before with Joe from uh, Reservoir Dogs. He's like, he doesn't want to fuck around when they're working. Um, in this case, they're planning a heist. Um, but he's like, once we're, you know, relaxed after, you know, when we're down in the Caribbean or whatever, you'll find him a completely different person down there. And that's what I'm like before and after a job, or sorry, after a job. During, before, during, and after, before and during a job, I don't want to fucking talk. I don't want to chit chat. Some people just have no fucking understanding of that. Like I need a hundred percent of my focus to do anything or I'm fucked or I'm going to do a shit job. We're going to fuck it up. And people just like, you're doing such difficult stuff. And a lot of times what it is, is it's empathetic. I know I've explained this before, but like it comes up every fucking day. So sit there and fucking listen to it again. Um, <laughs> sorry, getting a little fired up. Um, I always hear that voice of, uh, what the fuck was his name? The guy he's talking to is Dino Ortolani. I don't know why I know, I remember that name. Um, from, uh, Oz. Where he's like, Dino, you're raising your voice to me. Um, <laughs> so I always, whenever I get angry, I hear that guy's voice. He was some, uh, mob guy. What the fuck was his name? That's bothering me now. Fuck, that's gonna bother the shit out of me. I really love that show, Oz. I know eventually he gets replaced by his son would have had the same last name that's uh, so I should know that name as well and then eventually gets replaced by um, like they're not replacing the character I hate that when they try to, to replace a character with a different fucking actress or actor like and also the word actress and actor like fuck off give me a gender neutral fucking word I don't give a shit about um it's it just, it's needless. It's so fucking unimportant. I don't want to ever, I want gender neutral pronouns and fucking occupational terms. Because if I have to think about a fucking gender, it wastes time in my fucking brain and it pisses me off. I know other um, languages are set up this way and it's fucking stupid. I'm just going to come right out and say it. It's fucking estupida and a estupido. It's fucking retarded. Or, uh, Wait, hold on. Dorne, Dorna. I think that's Ukrainian for dumb. Or Polish. And or, I think actually there's a crossover with that one. I just remember learning uh, Dorna Dupa for dumbass. And Dorne, I think, is masculine. I don't fucking know. I, I don't speak those fucking languages. I don't. I like uh, in King of the Hill when he, she's like trying to teach. Now, this pisses me off so much because. When they go down to Mexico, it's a fucking hilarious episode. It's great. Actually, it's all about mistranslations. And um, she says, um, she's like, oh, uh, she's telling the bus driver to speak Spanish. And he's like, I don't speak no languages, <laughs> which is a great line. But then he says, I, I, or Spurcha or something for left. And now in my brain, every time I try to think left and right, it's just like, I think the word is esquerda, but I think urspercha. And I have to go through that whole fucking scene. I don't know why, but my brain's like, let's fucking play an entire, an entire episode of King of the Hell 
just so I can fucking think of that word, and it fucks me up. Just like my washer's on the fucking right, which is reverse of standard, and so every time I think about what side's the fucking washer and dryer supposed to go on, because my last house was proper, and this is goofy-footed, I don't think that applies to anything but skateboarding and snowboarding, but whatever, it's unorthodox. Does that work? I do like Orthodox Christmas because I like to do all my shopping. Actually, I do my shopping way the fuck ahead of time. But I like the option to do shopping on Boxing Day. Not that I really do it, but take advantage of Boxing Day deals and then do your fucking uh, Christmas in January. Now, I don't know what we're going to do this year. Last year was an absolute fucking disaster because we got locked down in a fucking blizzard and we were just trying to stay alive. And uh, I didn't even get to see my mom. It was my first Christmas in 37 years without... I'm 38 now, I think. So, yeah, it would have been 37. My 30, 37th Christmas and the first one without my ma. And it, it broke my fucking heart not to be with her. But the fact that we stayed alive, me and my my pregnant missus, so, and my unborn baby, we all made it through. It was, it was a fucking miracle. And a lot of people got a lot worse than us. Um... Like, we lost our heat and our electricity, and, um, like, we survived, but, like, a lot of people like, I got it got a way fucking worse, so, and I almost died a few times driving, too, so, um, you know, fuck, what are you gonna do? And I remember having to piss, and, uh, I couldn't even get out of the vehicle, so I had to piss in a fucking bottle and just, you know, that's not a big deal. I mean, anyone who knows the way of the road, it's like you have to piss in fucking vessels. That's just, that's not really a big deal. But, um, anyway, if you want to hear me talk about sweaters, piss, um, oh yeah, I was talking about Christmas. So usually what I do is I go and I have Christmas or like we do something like my wife's family, like usually they will do something and then I get to go have Christmas with my mom, my aunt and cousins and, and whatever. And then I, me and my missus have our, our Christmas in January whenever we get to it and it's wonderful. Because I want the Christmas season to last. I fucking love Christmas. I always have. And hopefully I always will. But now I got a kid. So I don't know if I'm going to get to go anywhere. Or at least go see my ma or anything. So that kind of breaks my heart again. But whatever. It's uh, it's it's special um, to have a Christmas with once you have kids. Because then it's like, you know, you get to give them a bunch of fucking toys. And, and then they're all excited and shit. And. Yeah, you know, you guys, well, I mean, fuck, do I gotta explain Christmas to you guys, you fucking Grinches? Jesus Christ. I don't know. I, honestly, I don't want to sound like an old cliche or an old fucking Christmas movie, but I don't give two fucks about presents. Actually, honestly, they stress me the fuck out. Like, I'm happy about if anyone gives me, uh, like, thinks of me, but, like, anything I have to keep in my fucking house on the pile of fucking shit that I can't throw out because of sentimental value... I fucking want to kill those people. Like, it's like my mom and my aunt are way more severe about this. They're the anti-hoarders. Um, my anti-hoarder. That sounds like I have a aunt that hoards. But no, they're very much the opposite of hoarding. Like, they're minimalists. It's like, you can't leave anything there. You can't give them anything. They'll throw it right out the door after. Because <laughs> they're just like uh, um, militant declutterers. And I, I love that about them. I remember my mom used to constantly tell me to get my stuff, like, it's getting rid of all my clutter. I was living as a hobo with this, I didn't have a stick, but I had a bindle. 
um, like the stick and bindle, like, you know, I just have put all my belongings in a puddle next to my, wherever the fuck I'm sleeping. And she's like, you gotta clean all this clutter up. I'm like, what the hell do you want me to do? Everything I own fits in a freaking tiny sack. I got nothing. Like, what do you want me to throw out to declutter? Like my fucking wallet, my passport, my silver chain and my fucking, like, I, I don't have anything. <laughs> oh. Like, I, I don't know. But I, I like to live that way. I, I don't I have nothing that I care about. I still have way too much stuff now. Especially being settled in a house and not moving. It's weird to not move. I'm used to constantly moving. Um, but I love having no physical possessions I give a flying fuck about. That is a wonderful way to live. So anyway, Christmas to me is just... I love giving gifts to people that enjoy them. And I don't want anyone to feel bad because they're... Um, materialistic and not enlightened like me um like you're a worse person than i am i just don't want you to feel bad for it which makes you even worse um because i'm such a fucking enlightened human being <laughs> just sure this I, I i actually like i've gotten so far where it's just like i can't experience the same joy out of so many fucking things like like uh, material possessions or like a lot of like things that used to bring me pleasure just don't and it's like part of me inside is dead so that's that's kind of a part of a trade-off there um it's it, i don't want to get into it but uh that's what, what the hell was i trying to say oh anyway yeah it's just christmas to me is just like you know uh having a, like mr Leahy, like I'll, I'll dry out from uh, like all fall and, and through the winter but like christmas it's like i'm gonna have a couple of just have a couple of drinks and um and just getting to see my family i never get to fucking see them and uh god and, and and god willing eat some fucking turkey and all that shit it's just magical it's not just delicious but like you, you know most of us associate like big turkey dinners with like these family gatherings so there's so much extra positive uh association all fucking mixed in there it's wonderful it's wonderful anyway i love you all um i'm gonna sign off for now i gotta go do but i'm really busy guys I'm really kind of busy. Fuck. My wife said something to me, and I and I did that perfect fucking Damone impression from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. She didn't even get it. Fucking young young people. Young people, I tell you, they don't even get my references. You know what I love about that? Um, not just um, Damone or whatever. The typical fucking... I li like uh, The, the anti-Italian defamation, they go after like these mob guys. It's like the... The mob movies, and it's like the mob movies make you look great. It's these fucking idiot characters that are making you look fucking stupid. You got Tony Danzi, you got fucking this Damone guy I'm talking about, who's really kind of benzy. Um, I guess he wasn't that dumb. I think uh, Sean Penn was the dumbest on that. So, yeah, like there's no anti defamation against stoners campaign that I know about. I don't see those lazy fucks getting organized. Um, and then, wait, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, there's Fonzie, fucking dumb as shit, Italian guy, what else? Is there any Italian guy in, 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 in on TV that's not a fucking idiot? In, in, I mean, going back, I don't know what the fuck's going on now, I've, I've fallen out of touch a long time ago, but, uh. I don't know, I, the only reason that made me think of it was <laughs> Family Guy, which makes fun of everybody, but it's like, uh. Everybody wishes that they were both Italian and stupid. And I thought that was hilarious. Anyway, 
I'm gonna fucking go for now, and then, um... Oh yeah, I grew up idolizing guys like Fonzie and Vinnie Barbarino. <laughs> That's from Wedding Singer. Obviously, Fonzie did well enough. Um, Henry Winkler. He's a great guy. Um, I think, anyway. And then, um... I mean, unless it's come out that he isn't. I don't know. It's like it's like when I was listening to Bill Burr, there was such a backlog. He's going on about how he thinks uh, uh, Bill Cosby's a great guy. And it's like, eh, I don't think he is. But, I mean, it's great to look back uh, at people <laughs> and, and just fucking, with today's knowledge, and just fucking be all smug. Um, so, anyway, I don't know. I don't know uh, if, if he came out that he's a piece of shit. But then... Um, and obviously, John Travolta, he's talking about John Travolta, like he can't get chicks anymore. It's like, he might not want them. Oh! But he can definitely get them. And he has been extremely successful <laughs> since the fucking 70s. Anyway, I love you guys. Be well. Actually, that what I was just describing was the opposite of a guy uh, talking about... Well, I guess he wouldn't have the knowledge. No, I mean, fuck, it's not like these guys weren't doing well in the 80s. I don't fucking know, but he's just, like, talking about how these guys are fucking losers, and it's like they're really not. Um, I don't know if I'm making any sense. I love you all. I gotta go to work. I'm, I'm fucking busy, guys. I fucking gotta go. What's happening, everybody? Big Run That Chip is back on the airwaves here in another fat segment. Big Run the Chips podcast. I've been uh, trying to find a vehicle for a very long time, and um, after much soul searching, found myself a uh, Kia Soul. <laughs> I feel bad for the last guy to own this car um, because he had to sell his very soul <laughs> to the devil, which is a car dealership. Um, actually, this this dealership, uh, Haldeman Motors, is a fantastic outfit. I, I like the people there. I um, one of my one of my good pals works there. I I, I would have just gone there just to see him anyway. But um, what's it called? They they I don't know. They they take really good care of their customers. They have an impeccable reputation, uh, which is very rare for a car dealership. So many of them are just fucking scumbags and shit, fucking pieces of fucking crap. Um, just by design. They're full of shit, and they fucking smooth talk you, and they rip you off, and it's fucked. I had a buddy that, uh, how many fucking cars? He, he had, like, a new car every two weeks, it seemed. Like, it, I don't know, it, I don't, maybe it wasn't that, ex it wasn't that extreme, but it was like, this guy's had over a hundred fucking used cars. And he was told on every single one that they were owned by little old ladies. Now, how many little old ladies, um fucking owned all these cars like every single fucking one of them was owned by a little old lady i remember because he would list all the features of his car well it wasn't new but it was new to him and he'd be all excited because he was getting new ones constantly or whatever and um it was just like you know power steering power windows uh, old lady driven fucking four-wheel drive it was just a feature and they sold him on it like a hundred fucking times. They they told him this shit. He was like, "Oh, good, good, good." You know, you know, I want a, I want a car driven by an little old lady for some reason. Um, you know, because little old ladies take the best care of their fucking cars. 
well, I think the idea is that they didn't really drive it much, so there was no, there's no wear and tear or damage. It's just like, okay, this has fucking 480,000 kilometers on it. Where was this old lady? What was this little old lady doing? Like, her church was in fucking El Salvador? Oh, yeah, the other thing is, oh, she only drove to... The little old lady only drove to church on Sunday. Actually, my buddy had one of these um, cars. What the fuck was it? I can't remember what the car was, but it was like 40 years old and <laughs> less than 10,000 kilometers because it was, it was like this little old lady that lived in Etobicoke and she fucking drove like maybe once a month down the street. And uh, yeah, it was one of those neighborhoods where you could just fucking walk everywhere. I loved that. That was one of my favorite neighborhoods. I love the neighborhood I am in now. But um, I love that neighborhood there because you could just, everything was walking distance, everything you needed. And, um, and especially coming from a small town where you have to fucking drive pretty much anywhere and everywhere. Uh, especially when you don't have a car because you're either hitchhiking or you're just fucking, you know, not doing shit. Because <laughs> there's no transit. But when you, when you live in a, a city or a town that's built properly, where you just have everything in walking distance, which I, I, I hear they're trying, that those people are trying to get these things going again. And I was like, oh, um, well, with everything, especially progressive things, I was like, what's the, uh, what's the opposition? Because somebody always has to have a fucking problem. And then it was like some insane shit from like some zombie movie where they're like gonna lock people down in these in these little quadrants. I guess they imagine that they're gonna have walls and fences and you're not allowed to leave or something or I don't fucking know. It, it, it's just something out of a really bad sci-fi movie. Um, but that's that's when you know an idea is uh, good when people have to go that far off the fucking rails to find problems with it. Um, that's that far outside of reality. But also, if people want to lock you in your house or your fucking uh, area. They they don't. Uh, it, that could happen anyway. But it could happen uh, like having a really poorly laid out fucking town is not protecting you from that. That's from having an over fucking militarized, like a militant fucking overpowered government that can fucking take away your freedom at any time. Like actually, not just ask you to like take medicine or fucking worry about other people's health but like that that's a completely different thing and having a poorly laid out town is not the fucking way to uh combat that but that, who the what, what what do i know anyway i love the uh the internet for that i mean it, it's happened it predates the internet but now it's it's so much easier and more convenient and uh, takes way less bravery to fucking speak up against shit um with the internet so anytime, any, it's like right now we're having trouble getting our baby to sleep and there's lots of different fucking, um, ways of going about that to just leave your baby. And some people think that is neglect and some people think it's the only way to get your baby to, um, you know, to rely on her, his or herself is to just leave her, him or her alone. And it's like, yeah, I kind of see like there's, there's kind of some reasoning on both sides. The only thing is, it's like, okay, well, my baby's not sleeping and uh, I'm not sure what to do on the side that says you can't leave him. And it's like, well, this is absolute torture for me and more, it's, it's even worse for the fucking baby because the baby's not sleeping through the night. So it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? It's like, you're against this shit. That's, and then a lot of people say bed sharing. It's like, well, that's, that's not going to fucking work. I don't fucking share a bed with anyone anymore. Like I, I fucking, uh, 
I, I had to share a bed my whole fucking life. Fuck that shit. I will crush a fucking, I'll crush a fucking regular sized human, let alone a fucking small baby. Um, I can't stop fucking rolling around and shit. That's not safe at all. And people do fucking kill their fucking babies with that shit. So it's like, eh, you know. If, it, But anyway, this isn't my fucking point. The point is, is that when you ask a question to these communities, nothing. And this is every community. It's not just this one. It's like nothing, nothing. But if you make a statement, you'll get like a hundred fucking people coming out of the nowhere just being like, no, that's wrong. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Because <laughs> that's the way most people want to operate is to just point out what's wrong and fucking uh, combat whatever the fuck is being said. And it doesn't matter what the fucking subject matter is. Someone says something and other people are going, now, now, now. Um, and to act like that's something new is absurd. I mean, the technology of being able to do it on the internet is, is something new. But um, people have been fucking objecting to every single fucking thing since the dawn of time. Nothing has ever gone without objection. That's, uh, that's, that's absolute fucking some euphoria, some utopia that somebody fucked euphoria. <laughs> yeah, no, euphoria words. It's not the word I was, I was working for the word utopia, which is, uh, somewhere up near Angus, if I remember. Um, no, but utopia means like a, this perfect fucking, uh, world that doesn't really exist usually. Um, and that's what people, that's what people will create in the past is some fucking, some alternate reality that didn't really happen. Or it's like completely fucking skewed to fit the a current worldview or whatever. Um, but regardless, you guys know what I'm fucking saying. You just make any fucking statement and it's just like, no, nah. actually one meme, you know, I like to describe memes. I love describing memes that I, I really uh, enjoyed was, um, some, so I, I think it was like some sort of social media was like, oh, look at like some social media posts. that was like, look at these people with that with all their water. They think they're better than all the rest of us with their water and shit because they drink water. They're healthy. Like, fuck you. Some shit like that. And someone commented like, look at this. Look at what it's come down to. <laughs> you can't even drink water without people talking shit and taking it personally. This guy was drinking water and I took that personally. I was trying to do a... Uh, a reference to that Michael Jordan fucking uh, thing. I guess at one point he said he took something personally and it got turned into a, that got turned into a meme. And uh, I, I took for one, I took that personally. I don't give a shit. Actually, I think basketball is really awesome. I suck at it. I had no idea how badly I sucked at it till I moved to the city. Like that song, "Moved to the City," it had nothing to do with that song. Um, because I just I couldn't take the heat. I couldn't take the city. It was so fucking gross. And also. The city has something that most fucking small towns in, in Canada did not have, which was real life black people. Well, I mean, most towns would have a couple, but it would be like they'd be like more whitewashed than anything. And they'd be like hockey players, you know. What are you gonna do? But um No, regardless, it was like fuck. Because they're not only like better athletes in general, it's a fucking it's a again, it's a profile. And if it's positive, then I like, you obviously see, it's, um, I don't, I don't need to keep saying my fucking expression on profiling. But anyway, I, w I was so fucking bad at basketball, no matter how hard I tried. Couldn't jump, just like the movie, White Men Can't Jump. Very fucking racist. Um, there's some white guys out there that can jump. I don't know where they are. They fucking jumped right the fuck out of here.
Regardless, I'm not one of them. I uh, I can kind of fucking jump, but like I I just I could never fucking get that uh, get the hang of that fucking basketball. Um, regardless, I think it's a uh, I don't know why the fuck I, I'm very narcissistic. I like to talk about me, my personal experience. Um, but um, yeah. So anyway, fucking I, I love basketball. What the hell is my fucking point? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I was going to say, but even as a guy who doesn't follow any fucking sports ever, or know hardly who any fucking um, players are, I, I, I fucking know Michael Jordan, and I fucking love the guy. I think he's fucking awesome, because he's like just one of the best basketball players of all time, fucking phenomenal athlete, he was in Space Jam, so, you know, fuck. But uh, yeah, I thought that documentary was really good. The one thing that kills me, um, uh, what was it, the, the Last Dance, it was just about the Chicago Bulls and shit. There's a lot of really good documentaries. Uh, even a guy who doesn't give a fuck about sports, there's a lot of really good sports documentaries that just make it really interesting. It's like, um, I don't know, Netflix is very hit and miss with their shit. And a lot of shit is very fucking political. They, they, they fucking, I, I hate when people are just fucking jamming their political agenda so blatantly. Like, you, you put it in subtly put it in subtly an inch at a time you don't just fucking ram it in dry and fucking just you know it's it's just it's upsetting okay i don't know why i'm using a sexual metaphor it's making me uncomfortable sex makes me uncomfortable uh, now i don't know if that's ever going to change here in north america we are uh, traditionally very very prudent and uncomfortable with sex in the human body i just i think that it made sex and and, and seeing the human body more exciting and fun because we were taught that it was like a horrible thing to see or to talk about. Um, just like so many fucking drugs being outlawed, just be, it, it just felt like more fun because we weren't allowed to do it. I was like, I was talking to like uh, a lot of uh, my Italian buddies that grew up um, like first generation here or whatever, but even like some guys, third, fourth generation, that still keep the uh, a lot of the traditions going. One of them is drinking wine, but just like drinking wine at a young age but like as part of your dinner or whatever like just uh it wasn't like this you were sneaking around like drinking behind in a park or behind a school or some shit at night with your buddies uh it was like you were drinking with your family and it was like it didn't like it wasn't like this fucking rebellious fucking badass thing like it was uh just part of your who you are as part of um Anyway, so so when those guys were growing up, they're like, I don't give a shit about like you know, um, going out drinking or whatever. They like, let's go out and do some hard drugs or some shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, was, I found that interesting because it's like, yeah, that's that's what happens when when you're taught that all this shit is wrong and bad, and 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 uh, you just you get to that teenage state and you're just going to want to fucking do it. There's, there's various states in your life where you just want to fucking rebel. And it, it's, it's for a good reason. Cause you're going, you're supposed to push the boundaries. So you learn them. And, um, so yeah, when something is put out of range, like you're, oh, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that. You're just going to want to fucking do it all the more. Um, just because someone told you not to. And then there's very, there's some people whose personality guides them solely as that and it's like you'd think they, they have the illusion that they're taking control because they're constantly doing what they're not supposed to be doing but it's like you're actually being controlled by your inability to follow basic fucking shit 
Um, and if you're just, con then anyone can control you just using reverse psychology. So it's like, if you're not thinking critically, regardless of how you go about it, you're fucked. Um, or somebody's going to be guiding your decisions, whether you accept it or not, whether it's conscious or unconscious. Um, but anyway, that's uh, neither here nor there. Fucking Michael Jordan. Love the guy. Uh, oh, the one thing that kills me is like there's so much money to be made to extort from people when it comes to fucking sports. Um, and a lot of people, that's all they fucking have, you know, when you're, you know, you're growing up and it's just like you, uh, like a lot of fucking athletes are as close to fucking superheroes as we're ever going to fucking come across in, like in a human being, you know, like these guys are just the most phenomenal, um, uh, whatever, not just guys, just girls too, they're, they're, they're fucking shit, but they're, uh, you know, um, <laughs> shit, it's I just heard, no, anyone that pushes their fucking body beyond fucking what anything like we've, um, ever fucking seen, and like, there's so, like, you know what I mean, that, that, it's, it's, it's so inspiring, it's the most amazing fucking, one of the most amazing things ever, because uh, we all know what it's like to try whatever, at whatever the fuck it is, um, and, yeah, most of us are never going to come even close to this fucking level, but we respect anyone who has, uh, whatever the fuck it may be. Um, and a lot of people will speculate about how athletes make too much money, and it's like, do they, though? I think that's, like, one of the only cases where somebody is fucking being paid for their fucking talents and, and um, how hard they work, and, like, it's very, very rare. The amount of people that have little to no fucking talent that are extorting the shit out of, like, just, just taking so much from whatever fucking sport or whatever, um, and they, they're not providing shit, you know, like, it's fucked, like, these owners and these managers and these fucking cocksuckers, like, how the fuck do these guys get to fucking own people and fucking make endless fucking profits from them. Like, wasn't this outlawed at some fucking time? Like, it's so absurd. Um, but anyway, uh, that fucking kills me. And that's the one thing I always say about uh, between, like, entertainment and fucking uh, art versus athleticism. Because when it comes to entertainment and art, it's just profitability will dictate your success um, and, and other factors, but it's not necessarily talent. Talent doesn't even have to play a role. I, I mean, sometimes it, it factors in, but so often you can be a fucking absolute hack and be endlessly successful. And then there's fucking again, there's these, these even less talentless hacks that are, are behind the scenes doing fucking nothing or very little. They're contributing so fucking little and, and, and just reaping so much reward off the off this shit. It's fucking corrupt as fuck. I mean, that's every single business, but it's just like, um, I don't know. I hate when people who are actually doing stuff, actually working so fucking hard and trying, um, are being criticized. It's just like, fuck off. Give me a fucking break. That being said, I never found, um, uh, most political humor is I find is lamer than shit because they're just, um, it's, I don't know, it's way more about like, oh, the, I'm on this side and the other side sucks um, than actually being funny. Um, but anyway, uh, speaking of which, uh, Stephen Colbert, I, I, I found him very uh, lackluster, but um, actually I thought he was funny in The Office, and I thought, I, I watched his show I, I maybe once or twice a few
few times and wasn't very impressed. But one time, um, he was he was just busting the balls of some fucking uh, curlers, um, like they they were Olympic athletes, <laughs> and he's just like giving them a hard time. I can't remember the whole thing, but then he's like, "Can you touch your toes?" They're like, "No." He's like, what? You are you're Olympic athletes. You can't even touch your toes. Like, it's not part of it. <laughs> and then they're like, finally uh, near the end, it's like, well, why don't you? It's, I guess they were like, why don't you try? And he's like, okay. And then he fucking did it. He made it look so fucking effortless and easy. Uh, he just like slid the fucking rock or whatever. Um, <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. I mean, it would have been funny too if he just completely fucking like tripped and fell like an idiot. But that that was also funny. But whatever. Um, if that's their fucking sport, that's our fucking sport. Um, you know, sweeping and fucking sliding rocks. Like uh, turkey bowling. That's that's. I don't know if that's across North America, just a Canadian thing. But like, I, and I shouldn't be talking about it either. I'm breaking code. Um, but yeah, allegedly in, in grocery night night shifts, you know, the guys uh, setting up ketchup bottles as. Um, fucking bowling pins and guys are sliding frozen turkeys it's it's fucking hilarious but most uh a lot not most but a lot of stores are open 24 hours now so it's a lot harder to uh to get away with anything i don't know see the thing is is a, guy, a buddy of mine explained this to me a long time ago because he wanted to work the night shift and i'm like are you nuts there's so much more backbreaking labor at night because the store is closed, so they get more, way more stock. And that's why the stock would always go up on the night shift. When the store was closed, eventually some dickhead was like, all the lights are on, there's people in here. Why don't we just hire a cashier and a security guard? Well, I mean, that was might have just been bad neighborhoods. But, like, why don't we just hire a um, cashier? I love when the places get robbed. Not just, like, shoplifting, like, constantly. But, like, I love when the places get actually robbed and the fucking security guards just sitting there sleeping. But I mean, I was a security guard. You have very little that you can fucking do. You're more of a journalist than anything. You just, I, I mean, I was just all writing reports, walking around, doing patrols, writing reports, um, to actually intervene in a fucking crime. I, I did a few times, but that was incredibly stupid. There's a very fucking fine line between bravery and downright fucking stupidity. Um, so, that being said, though, um, Oh, I learned a very valuable life lesson from one of my buddies um, I was working with. Because he's like, I'd rather work at night. He's like, I can't be this stressed out of work. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, Ronnie, look at this. We've got so little work done. We're working so hard. We're stressed out. We have seven or eight, ten fucking bosses just busting our balls, telling us different shit, giving us a hard time, stopping us constantly just to hassle us about dumb shit. And not to mention all the customers coming up and hassling the shit out of us, uh, out of us about any everything. And he's like, I'd rather just do work. And he's like, and the, the, well, that was one fucking of uh, the things I learned from. Another was, um, he's like, because I was like, oh, do you want to do this? And I, like, I had all my favorites, the things I liked to do, things I didn't like to do. I took, I was very, very serious about stocking shelves. Um, it, it just, it meant so much to me. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like um, everyone has their thing that they're into, you know. And my thing was stocking fucking shelves, merchandising, fucking, uh, I don't know, just retail stuff. I, I, I fucking still, well, the thing is, is I, I knew there was no money in that specific fucking area I was in. Um, and I hated those fucking, most of those companies I was working for. But 
every skill you learn, you apply to a, you can apply that your, throughout your entire fucking life. It doesn't like some people think like, oh, you know, I'm going to try this. I'm not going to learn this. It's fucking pointless. It's useless. Every single fucking bit of learning. And I, I get like that too. I feel like I worked way too hard learning useless fucking shit. But you're exercising your fucking brain. It's the same as fucking lifting weights in the gym. Those fucking weights don't need to be lifted. Um, you're not fucking achieving anything specifically. You're just strengthening your fucking muscles. And that's it. That's that's all you're doing when you're learning and shit. But anyway, um, I apply every fucking... Every, all the work experience. I don't even remember every job I've ever had. But I know all like all the work experience is uh, applied to different shit. Like I still use some of the same tactics of organization, customer service, and all this other fucking shit in, in every job I go to. Because <clears throat> so much of it is universal. The other thing I love doing, and I this is this is tough because you get so ingrained. Oh yeah, I didn't even finish the second lesson. Was um, the guy I was talking with? We'll, we'll call him Logan. So that's a cool name. Um, and it, it's so crazy because this guy can be so deadpan, straight faced, and whatever. Uh, when you don't really know him, he looks like a fucking scary serial killer, kind of. At least he did to me. But he's actually so animated, and it, it, actually he's an actor. I could, um, and he's really fucking good. I've seen him in some shit, and um, he's phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And like once I got to know the guy, I was like, wow, this guy's fucking real. He's he's like incredible. Uh, but you'd never know that just by by first sight or first meeting the guy. Um, a lot of people are way more fucking. Actually, I think this is an absolute you you can uh, count on is, is, is everybody's way seems is most people are way more fucking, I can't even get the sentence out way more interesting than they let on. And then I think some people are the opposite. <laughs> uh, no, no, I find every single person's fascinating. And, and this is an absolute, because I don't believe that for one second that two people could live the same exact life. Even identical twins that never fucking left each other will still have different perspectives on things and different experiences. Um, so anyway, the the thing I said was like, you know, I wanted to work like, I like doing like paper towel or like things that were like really easy and fast and like bang them out because it's very satisfying. Uh, it's like my buddy could wash like thousands of dishes, but he hated doing the fucking utensils and shit. Um... Because it, it just felt like you weren't getting anything done there. He likes to see progress. The guy is an incredible... There's another guy who uh, worked so many fucking jobs. And he apply, like he just has this insane work ethic that you do not find very often. Just like absolutely incredible. Like people in sweatshops would be like, why, why is this white guy working so fucking hard? Mexicans would think this guy was a hard worker. They would call him... Uh, Gringo Trabajo uh, Maximos. <laughs> In fact, I don't fucking know. Um, anyway. Mi hermano Pescado. Anyway, what my buddy said was work fucking sucks. It's work. So I don't give a fuck. So he would take whatever the fucking shit that nobody wanted to do. And it didn't matter. Whether it was the easiest or hardest stuff, because he just classified it all the same. And that seems negative. But, and I guess it could it could be seen that way. Yeah, he's not taking the same joy I am out of, like, doing the easy shit and banging that out. But he's also not, not frustrated at any of the difficult stuff. 
because he's just going to fucking do it, like, absentmindedly. His brain is somewhere else. Like, this job is not using up any of his... He's kind of like Norm MacDonald, where he said, I don't want skilled labor, I want unskilled labor. Like, give me a hoe, give me a, an axe or a fucking shovel. Give me unskilled fucking mindless labor. So in my, inside my head, I can go off and do my comedy and do whatever. I can, you know... Uh, However, he worded that quite beautifully, but that's what my buddy was like that. Um, I wasn't inside his head, but uh, he just, he didn't give a fuck. Whatever the work was, he's like, work is work. I don't give a fuck what it is. And um, it, that's a, it's, I think that's kind of a better way to be, to just not give a fuck. Like whatever needs to get done is what I'm going to do. And that's the, that's the way I try to approach things now. There's no point in my day where I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Um, or, you know, I don't, I don't want to do this shit. It's like, it's work. And if it's easy and it's good, I try to really enjoy that. Like the other day, the guy was telling me, like, you're stalling. You're taking your, like, it's like, yeah, because this job is going really well. It turned into a disaster shortly after with some plumbing issues. But I was like, this job's going well. And I just want to be in this moment for a few moments longer and really appreciate it. Because um, I don't like to, to race through things that are going well. Um, as much as I usually do, I would like to fucking take a moment and really appreciate this. I feel like I'm contradicting myself though too, because, uh, but anyway, like we, we banged out like a record number of jobs yesterday. Um, and I was very, very impressed. And the funny thing was, is the most difficult one, or sorry, sorry, what I was going to say, if it goes easy, that's great. But if it goes difficult, I always think, you know what? It's if I'm doing this shit, someone else doesn't have to, you know, a lot of people think the opposite. They're like, why am I doing this shit? Someone else should be doing it. Meh, meh. Um, and you know, that might be the case a lot of times, but, um, I feel like the shittier thing I'm doing, the, the better I feel better. Cause it's like now this is, yeah, I don't know. Especially if something's easy for you and it's more difficult for someone else. Um, sometimes the world just makes sense when people just do what they're good at. Now, again, I can just let that fucking statement be made because I feel like the opposite is also true. That, Well, the opposite is definitely true where you should do the things you're not good at. One, to just get over your fear of them and, and fucking overcome that. But two, usually you're not good at something because you don't know how to do it or you've never done it enough to get comfortable. There's so many things that you hated doing. And then once you got used to it, you don't even know. You don't even give a fuck. It's like I used to hate washing dishes. My entire fucking life since I was a small child, I've had to fucking clean the kitchen every fucking day. And for so many years, I hated it. Now I don't even fucking give a fuck. It takes none of my fucking... takes so little energy or whatever. All the things I do, it's, it's satisfying too to just fucking get everything done and cleaned and fucking sorted. It's like the easiest shit ever. Um, or seemingly, anyway. It's a good perspective to have, to just be like, fucking whatever. And like, I, when I go into a job, I just say, I will do anything, anytime, anywhere. And I love that. I love that. I, I, I'll even say, like, I have a lot of faults. I have a lot of shortcomings, but I will, I've never given up. I've never said, oh, I can't do this. Um, I, I have said I don't want to fucking do this. I'd rather fucking die. Um, like, certain in certain situations, like roofing, I wouldn't, I would do it if the money was right. But I would fucking hate a lot of it because I am afraid of heights and I'm not sure foot. I'm less sure-footed than ever. Um, so there were situations where I would fucking absolutely hate it. A lot of times, though, the money is shit, and it's like, what the fuck? Why would I do this for fucking shit money? Um, so anyway, when you're desperate enough, you'll take any fucking job. That's the thing. 
and uh, employers will employ these tactics of trying to make people so fucking desperate. So it's just like a pimp, you know, a pimp will try to make you believe that you depend on him, even though you're his fucking asset and you're the only reason this guy can fucking uh, make any money. It's the same in all business, uh, more or less. That's the relationship we end up with. Um, it doesn't have to be that way. I actually knew a guy that was trying to become a pimp, but like not a uh, horrible, abusive one. He thought he was going to change the world, and it's like the the horrible abuse kind of goes part and parcel with it. But anyway, this is this is uh, actually it was. I remember uh, Dave Chappelle said this. He said, "I can't speak uh, specifically on whatever subject. I don't remember exactly how he said it, but he described this part from that. Uh, I can't remember the fucking book." I read it. It was phenomenal. Uh, it's about this pimp and I think it was like the 40s or 50s. It's hard to say, but it was like an old-timey fucking pimp guy. And his top fucking lady or bottom bitch, whatever the fuck you call him, was going to leave him. And so he staged this whole fucking elaborate thing to make her think that... I think that she committed a murder or she was going to be blamed for a murder or something. And then uh, he got her out of it. Even though he staged the whole fucking thing. Anyway, there's so many situations like this where you're just being told that you're, or you're not even necessarily being flat out told, but you're being led to believe that you need these fucking shitty employers um, more than you do. And it's like, I, um, I remember telling one guy, like, I worked so hard for this piece of shit and I got so much valuable um, fucking experience that I wouldn't trade for anything. And I got to work with some really, really great people. And he was a piece of shit. He was exploiting us and he was fucking uh, just completely fucking screwing us. Which which happens a lot, especially in, uh, in... And I thought, like, you know, there was, like, laws and shit protecting us. And it's like, every fucking law has so many fucking workarounds. These guys are so fucking ahead of the game. And they're usually working hand-in-hand, hand, if not with the government, at least in spite of it. Because I remember when the government fucking called and was like, yeah, we're, we're not helping you whatsoever. Like, you're on your own. And I was like, what the fuck? I got ripped off for, like, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, and you're not going to do shit? Like, what the fuck is the point? I'm like, do I still have to pay taxes? They're like, of course. And I'm like, why? Why the fuck? If I'm exempt from your fucking help, why the fuck am I paying you? You fuck, and like significantly more than anyone else, what, or you know what I mean, in, in a similar situation. It's like I've started paying way fucking more and getting way less. But they, these are part of the workarounds. This is why most of the people I work with were sub-sub-subcontractors, which are sub-sub-subhuman. Ex-convicts and fucking uh, immigrants and um, me for some fucking reason. <laughs> um... And it's like, we, yeah, our safety didn't matter, our health didn't matter, us getting paid didn't matter. And it's like, this is shit that we don't think goes on here that much, but it does constantly. There's ways of getting reclassified as not human, and then you're just not fucking... Like, I don't know, it's fucked. But it is what it is, you know? Um, the world's a rough place. Like, I don't need to tell anybody that, especially if you're trying to be uh, successful. Um... So that's why, that's partly, again, why I believe that anyone that did, does get fucking incredibly wealthy is a piece of shit. Because, uh, I don't see getting there, honestly. You can eke out a living. 
you can definitely fucking, uh, I, I do believe the opposite where you can make a fucking living being an honest person. You can take care of your employees and still make a profit. You might not make as much for your shareholders, but you definitely fucking, uh, could have a very thriving and successful business and have people that actually want to fucking work for you instead of just fucking begrudgingly drag themselves in to get exploited and treated like garbage. One thing I couldn't stand was that it's not just being poor and being paid fucking nothing, but being led to believe that you're fucking not worth even the money you're getting. You're being paid like sub fucking human wages and you're still fucking being like told by people that will make exponentially more than you that you're being led to believe that you're not worth more. And it's like, fuck, you got to be kidding me. But anyway, I remember telling this one employer, I tell many employers, it's like, you need us way more than we need you. Like, we can get shitty jobs anywhere. Um, we're, we're like, it's like most of us are really good workers. We can fucking do anything we really want to just because we're willing to work. It's like, so we can replace you very easily. To find a shitty fucking employer, shitty job, that is fucking not hard at all. To find a good job is very challenging. Um, but a lot of people will say, uh, oh, I can't find work. And it's like, hmm. If you can't find good work like that will actually fucking pay your bills and shit, I believe you. But you can definitely find work. And then the opposite is true, too, where um, employers, like, we can't find workers. And it's like you're probably paying minimum wage or less than any fucking living wage for shit work. So, yeah, you're never going to find employees or you're going to find the shittiest employees ever. Because um, sometimes you do get what you pay for. It's like, well, why the fuck is someone going to get exploited when they can make more money doing something easier for a company that takes care of them? But it goes both ways. But I've told many employers, it's like, you need us way more than we need you. Like some fucking dickhead that just takes their fucking money and gives us work. Eh... You guys are a fucking in abundance, but like to actually be a good fucking worker, even a fucking shit worker, it's, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's very fucking misunderstood a lot of times. Regardless, I got to wrap this up and uh, go to work. Cause, uh, and, uh, and yeah, but like another thing is, is my mentality has changed completely. It's like, I don't hate work. I fucking love it. There's parts of it that bother me that irritate the shit out of me, but, um, I truly do enjoy it. Like even if I didn't, even if I didn't need the money, um, I'd still fucking work. I would always work. I would never fucking stop. Um, I wouldn't just keep trying to fucking get money from people that I didn't need, because that's the thing with rich people too. Is like they got more money than they could ever spend, but the the rush of getting more. It's a like gambling or whatever. It's like the rush of getting more and more and more. That's all they're chasing. They're trying to feel something again. That they're never going to feel. Um, because they're, they're chasing fucking money. And it's just like, well, you got to the point where you have more than you could ever need. And now you're just taking from people that need it. And uh, it's it's insane. It's like, not like in every sense of the fucking word, insane. And um, But anyway, I look at that as a positive too. Because you, you see these fucking people just constantly, constantly obsessed with getting more and more and more and more. And you know it's a fucking uh, losing battle. You're never, they're never going to be satisfied. They're going to say, oh, I got enough, I'm good. It never happens. It's just the, the greed controls them. It's an addiction like any other addiction. They just want more and more and more. There's no fucking... Even that guy was talking about one of, one of the, my bosses that was exploiting us. And like, he asked one of our fellow workers, he's like, how are you so calm and happy and content with yourself? 
He's like, you have, you don't, he only has a fraction of what you have. And, um, he's like, I don't understand how, how you're like happy and pleased with your life and all this shit. Like you just, you can't get there, um, or can't remain there. You know, it's, it's short lived because then you just got to keep getting more and more and more and more. And the darkness consumes you. You stop having fucking, uh, um, you just become completely disconnected from your fucking workers, eventually from friends, from family, because you're just fucking uh, completely defined by your fucking money, completely worried and concerned about money. And uh, anyway, I feel like I've said enough on the subject for now. I'm going to go to work. I love you all. Be well. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back, Big Brother Chips. Just doing a mini segment here because I'm on my way. I, I'm a busy guy, okay, guys? I'm, I'm a fucking busy guy. I am uh, just uh, sneaking out of work to get a haircut. That's how busy I am. Um, yeah, I just called some people that I work for that have a barber shop set up in their house, and I was like, hey, I need a haircut. Um, just the one. <laughs> That's a classic dad joke. Okay, guys. Um, well, this guy's a grandpa. He's working on another level. Actually, he might even be a great grandpa. I don't know. The, the jokes just keep getting better every generation. Um, or, I mean, lamer as uh, more generations go on. But uh, that much more fun. Sometimes the joke isn't just about actually being funny or clever. It's just sometimes it's about being really fucking terrible. And then laughing at your own antics. Okay, guys. Sometimes... That's what life is about. Finding pleasure for yourself at the behest of others, in spite of others, all right? And damn the consequences. I, um, anyway, I, I've been shaving my own head since I don't even know how old. My uncle used to cut my hair, but he's dead, okay, guys? He died. Thanks for bringing that up and making me feel sad. Um, but anyway, I used to, um, actually I used to be incredibly self-conscious about my dorky haircuts. I'd be so like, I don't know. I just had such a fucking problem with it when I was a kid. I was so self-conscious. I was so, I had a real problem. Now I don't really give a flying fuck in general about how I look, but having scruffy hair bothers me. Every time I see, I try never to look in the mirror, but even if I feel it, I just hate having hair. I wish that all the shit would fall out at once and it would just be gone and be fucking done with it. Even a beard, I, I'm used to it, but I could do without the fucking thing. It's just the only thing worse is shaving every day. Fuck that. I'm fucking zonked. Like last night, I, uh, my baby was congested and my, my wife, thank God, was there and she fucking uh, sucked the snot out of the fucking thing. This is something you have to fucking do. Um... It's not even the grossest thing you have to do. I honestly, watching that baby eat, I, I, I was feeding her real food yesterday, is grosser than any other fucking thing that I've done. The shit, the piss, the fucking snot, nothing is as bad as the fucking, like, them trying to make, eat food. And I'm pretty gross myself. This is why I don't eat Swiss chalet in front of people. There's a lot of sauce, there's a lot of beard. There's a lot of grossness, okay? Gravy, sauces, this, it, it gets ugly. I eat that shit alone in the dark, in bed, and then I cry, and um, <laughs> I cry tears of joy and um, embarrassment. Um, so anyway, fuck.
fuck, I already forgot where this fucking place is. Don't look at me, sir. I will gouge your fucking eyes out. I don't even think you can see, but I will do it. If your face is pointed at me. I just can't stand it. Oh yeah, that goes back to the haircut thing. But I remember um, uh, this kid <laughs> went to the bathroom because I didn't want to go to class because I was so embarrassed about my new haircut. I was so fucking uh, self-conscious for some fucking reason. It was absurd. I was in grade one and it's like at that point you should still not give a flying fuck about anything. You know, when you when you go through your teenage years, it's bad enough. You're like, you know, everything is just life and death. Um, is this the fucking house? Yeah, this is the house. But anyway, um, I gotta go get this fucking haircut now. But yeah, anyway, I was in the bathroom and then I was like, I was like really upset. And this kid's like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm really, I'm really worried about my haircut." And then I was wearing a, a hat and I took it off. And I'm like, "Does it look stupid?" He's like, "Yeah, it looks fucking really bad." And I was like, oh, okay. And I was, <laughs> I was like, what a fucking asshole. The kid couldn't just fucking reassure me. He's just like, oh, it looks so stupid. <laughs> and then um, I remember getting in a fight with that kid. I don't know if it was related or not. And um, I remember, uh, <laughs> I'm going to cut you. Fucking don't, I don't know what you're doing, buddy. Anyway, um, <sighs> This guy's waving his hands at me. I'm gonna fucking lose my goddamn mind right now. I have several weapons in this vehicle, but I don't need any of them. There's nothing more satisfying than squeezing the fucking life out of somebody's fucking body. Or out of their neck, anyway. Um, sorry. I just get really upset when people won't leave me the fuck alone. Hey, this guy's a customer of Haldeman Motors. Oh, yeah, I was saying, I really like... I do... I don't like to plug places unless I absolutely love them. I'm very impressed with Haldeman Motors. Unless everything just goes completely to shit later on. Um, wait, was that the guy I'm going to see? Maybe that's why he was uh, waving his arms at me. I don't fucking know. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, guys. Um, yeah, I ended up getting in a fight with that kid. And I, of all the things he did, he pulled my fucking hair because he didn't know how to fight. I remember beating his ass and just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's pulling my fucking hair? Uh, anyway, he got really sick and then stopped coming to school. So maybe I killed him. <laughs> I'm just joking. Anyway, I love you all. Be well. And uh, yeah, don't, don't be too self-conscious about your haircut. It looks fine. It doesn't, and also it doesn't fucking matter even if it didn't look good. Um, it, it's such a stupid fucking thing to worry about. What's happening everybody? This is Big Run the Champ. You'll uh, hear I'm a lot more aerodynamic. Just got my head shaved. I feel like a new man. I feel like a Newman. Hello, Newman. And, um, yeah. Fuck. Uh, the barber wouldn't take any money from me. This is this is happens to me sometimes, and I, I really it's like so many interactions. I feel like really pissed off because I got screwed over. But like, there's a lot of people like I work for, like small family business farmers. You know, fucking uh, like the guy, the guys that fix my fucking mower. They're a small little family business, and sometimes they won't take money from me because they're like, oh, you know, you've done so much for us, and. Um, this, that's what this guy was saying too. He's like, oh, you've done so much for us and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and my wife said, don't take any money from that guy because she's just so happy. And I was like, 
it wasn't even uh, that bad of a job at all, and I feel like we've already been compensated for it. And um, I feel terrible because it's like this is a guy I want to give money to. I was going to give him double whatever amount he said. And um, this happens a lot, though, and it's uh, I don't know. It's pretty. It's it's heartwarming. I don't give a shit about money necessarily. I'm not a fucking money guy. Um, that's all about money. That's why I suck at business. This is why I suck at finance. Um, but like, fuck a guy yesterday. Last time we were there, it was like one of the easiest jobs we ever did. It was just dropping a thing off on a fucking like this beautiful lakefront property. Probably had a few fucking beers. Like it was just like a heaven job. Like it doesn't even feel like work. It's so fucking nice. And the guy gave us like a hundred bucks, and I was like, dude, I, you know, you don't have to do that. And then this last time we were there, I think he gave us like 40, 50 bucks and he was apologizing because he's like, oh, I just had the satellite guy here and I gave him all my money. And so I'm sorry, I don't have more. And I'm like, are you kidding me, man? Like, ah, just like such a generous guy. And like, I don't know, we get a lot of fucking tips and shit. And, um, and I try to pay him forward. I try to take all my cash and pay, well, I mean, not anymore. And, uh, or sorry. I don't have as many vices. I don't have as many situations where I am able to tip anybody. So I usually just give my cash to my wife and tell her to put it in the fucking, whatever, the, the savings uh, piggy bank or whatever. But fucking, what's it called? Anyway, yeah, in this exchange, it's like I tried so hard to pay this guy money. It's like the one guy that was working on my, you know, he's a friend of a friend. He's from a network of people that, um, really really great to know and I remember he, he did a bunch of work for me out in my house and he only wanted like 60 bucks I'm like I'm gonna I, I, I'll give you a hundred 200 like are you kidding me you just went up because like, I can't get up past this, the first story on a ladder anymore it's not I can't I, I, I just start shaking on a ladder what past the first story I can get up and then I just I don't know I, I, I really having trouble with it because I'm not sure-footed anymore so whatever also, if I fucking fall and hurt myself, I'm completely fucked. Like, I need I need to be completely physically able, um, which is less and less every day. But I need, like, I don't, my, because my brain has gone to such shit, I need to be able to fucking work every single day, all day. Like, I cannot be even slightly out of commission, even for a day. Um, so, that that's another thing. But yeah, this guy wanted $60. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And like he was there with another guy, I was like, at least take 120, like at least, like I mean that's nuts, man. Like, uh, but I, you know, it was just like he was doing a favor for a friend. Like I, uh, I got his information through, like I say, this great network of people, and um, I don't know. Anyway, you guys know what I'm talking about, you know. Once you have like your own little fucking network, and it's not just like you know you can help each other out doing all this shit without the exchange of money. Um, which is wonderful. I love that. I love doing, uh, especially, uh, skilled labor and shit that people can really get raked over the coals. Now, the opposite is, is you can get really exploited and people can really fuck you over, not value your time or expertise. Um, so you got to watch out for that because some people will fuck you right the fuck over. But I'm not like that. And a lot of people aren't like that. It restores your faith in humanity on both sides. And, um, I was just joking. I said I was going to hit this guy up for free haircuts. I was only kidding. His wife said, oh, absolutely. And I was like, no, I would never. I would never take someone's time and expect nothing, them to take nothing in return. But anyway. But yeah, this guy's like an old old family friend as well. And uh, 
<laughs> ah, shit. Solid guy, anyway. All right, guys, I love you all. Be well, and uh, I'll try to take a picture of my new haircut for you. Thank <laughs> you.